In these verses, we will learn about two examples that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives about the hypocrites. Examples are being given so that we can understand the matter of hypocrisy even more clearly. As I mentioned to you earlier, that only five verses were revealed about the muttaqeen. Two verses about kafirin and so many verses about munafiqeen. And then on top of that, examples are also given about the munafiqeen. Why? Because a matter of hypocrisy is complicated. In the sense that when a person has hypocrisy, or when he falls into hypocrisy, when he has the qualities of a hypocrite, sometimes he doesn't even realize. For instance, right now we went over so many qualities of the hypocrites. How many times did we ever think that this is hypocrisy? How many times? We don't even realize. We don't even think that it's a big deal. But it is a very, very big deal, which is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed so many verses, and on top of that, two examples as well. Because hypocrisy is a behavior. It's something that is intangible, something that is abstract. And in order to understand it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains it with something that is concrete, something that we can see, something that we can visualize. Because why is an example given? To make you understand the concept easily and to make you understand something quickly and in a much better way. For example, if you have to explain to someone the color red, what would be the best way of explaining to them what the color red is? You just show them something that is red. Isn't it so? Something that is abstract, intangible, something that's not physical, like a behavior. If you want to explain it to someone, if you explain it to them with the help of an example, something tangible, something concrete, something physical, then they can understand it in a much better way. This is the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala presents two examples over here. So what are these examples? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَثَلُهُمْ Their example. Example of who? Of the hypocrites. Is like what? كَمَثَلِ Like example. كَمَثَل Like example. And the word مَثَل is from the root letters ميم سَلَام And مَثَل is used for an example, a description. And from the same root is the word مِثَل And مِثَل is something that is similar to the other. If you think about it, an example is always similar to what you are explaining. If it's not similar, if it does not resemble, then there's no point of giving that example. So mathal is example. Their example is like who? Alladhi of the one who, meaning a person who istawqadanaran, who kindled a fire. Istawqada is from the root letters well, qaf, dal. Waqud is fuel. And istiqad, istiqad. What do you see in this word? What letters do you see in this word? Besides the root letters, وَالْقَافْ دَالْ Seen and ta. إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ نَسْتَعِينَ Do you see seen and ta over there as well? Yes. Seen and ta, when they come in a word, they give many meanings. Of them is seeking something. Asking for something. So nasta'een, we ask for help. We seek help. Over here, istawqada, he asked for, he wanted, he desired. What did he ask for? Naran, a fire. So istawqada naran, he requested that a fire be lit. Meaning he asked someone to light fire for him. Or he asked for material through which he could light fire. Do you understand what's going on? He's in darkness, he wants light. 
So what does he do? He asks someone, can you please light a fire for me? Or he asks someone, can you please give me the material through which I can light fire? Istawqadanaran. Falamma, then when? The fire was lit for him when he requested it. Adaat, it illuminated. Adaat is from the root letters, Dad, Wow, Hamza. Daw is used for light. But it's such light that also has heat with it. For example, the word daw is used for the burning rays of the sun. Because the sun, what does it give you? Light as well as warmth, as well as heat. This is the kind of light that daw is. So adaat, it illuminated. What illuminated? The fire. So the fire illuminated. What did it illuminate? Ma hawlahu. What was around him? What was around who? Around this person. So he was in darkness. He requested that fire be lit. When the fire was lit, there was light and there was also a little bit of heat. Remember the meaning of adaat. But that light and heat was limited to who? Ma hawlahu. Just around this person. Meaning the light was not that strong, it was not that big, it was dim, it was weak. Which is why it only illuminated his surroundings. Hawl is from the root letters Hawawlam. And the word Hawl is used for the surroundings, the vicinity of a person or of a thing. So ma hawlahu, the light was just limited to him. So when this happened, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allahu, Allah took away. Dhahaba from the root letters Dhalhaba and Dhahaba yadhabu is to go away from the same root is the word Dhahab which is used for gold do you think there is any connection between gold and going away when a person has gold what fear does he have it's going to go away somebody's going to steal it somebody's going to take it away from me I might lose it people have this fear so Dhahaba he took away he went Allahu Allah meaning Allah took away what binurihim with their light the word dhahaba means he went and when it comes with the word bi like over here dhahaballahu binurihim it gives the meaning of taking away so he took away their light Allah took away their light nur is from the root letters noon waw ra and the word nar is also from the root letters noon waw ra both are from the same root what does nur mean? light and nur is such light that does not have any heat associated with it. Daw has light and heat. Nur has only light. Alright? So, ذَهَبَ اللَّهُ بِنُورِهِمْ Allah took away the light, but what remained? The heat remained. The light was taken away, but the heat remained. When the light was gone, what happened? وَتَرَكَهُمْ And he left them. Taraka from the root letters? تَرَكَفْ Tark. Tark is to leave, to abandon. So he left them, Allah left them, left who? The people who were benefiting from that light, fi ظُلُمَاتٍ in darknesses. ظُلُمَات is a plural of ظُلْمَة. From the root letters, ظَ لَام ميم. ظُلْم is injustice. Have you heard of the word ظُلْم? ظَالِم. But literally the word means darkness. What does it mean? Darkness. Because injustice will lead to darknesses when? On the day of judgment. It leads to great trouble on the Day of Judgment. So, وَتَرَكَهُمْ فِي ظُلُمَاتِ He left them in many darknesses. Notice the word is plural. Darknesses. How are they in many darknesses? What are the darknesses referring to? First of all, this is the darkness of the night. How do we know that there is a darkness of the night? Because when would you ask for 
fire? When would you ask for light? When you are in darkness, right? So when the fire is extinguished, then obviously a person is left where? In the darkness of the night. Secondly, this darkness is, you can say, darkness after light. Has it ever happened with you that you're sitting in the room, the light is on and all of a sudden somebody comes and turns off the light? When light is turned off, immediately you are in complete darkness. You cannot see anything. But then after a few moments, what happens? You can see things. You can't see them as clearly, but still you can see. So zulumat, these are darknesses of the night, as well as the darkness that a person falls into when the light is taken away, when the light is extinguished. This is why Allah says, لا يبصرون They do not see. يبصرون بصرا بصرا to see. So لا يبصرون They do not see. Why do they not see? Because they are in darkness. The light has been taken away from them. لا يبصرون They are في ظلمات Now if you look at this ayah, I want you to look at the pronouns. What are pronouns? Words that are he, she, they. I want you to notice them in this ayah. Mathaluhum. Hum is plural. Kamathalil ladhi. Al ladhi is singular. Istawqada. Singular. Nar on a fire. Falamma adaat ma hawlahu. Singular. Zahab Allahu binurihim. Plural. Watarakahum. Plural. So we see that this ayah is talking about the hypocrites because this is the example of the hypocrites. But sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to them in the singular form and other times in the plural form. Is this a contradiction? Because there are people who will say that look there are grammatical errors in the Qur'an. And it's not possible that there could be grammatical errors in the Qur'an. Why? Because this book is the most eloquent book. It's the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There can be no grammatical errors. So why is it that at one point, singular is used and another point, plural is used? Because, remember that this word, alladhi, it can be used for singular and it can also be used for plural. Yes, the word alladhi also has a plural form, alladhina. However, alladhi is also used for plural sometimes. And because the singular form has been used over here, this is why all the pronouns afterwards, istawqada, haulahu, they are singular in order to keep the pronouns the same. Secondly, it has been said that this person who asked for fire to be lit is not alone. He is with his companions. So he is the one who asked for the fire to be lit, but there are his companions with him. He requested for the light to be turned on. When the light was turned on, he benefited from it. There were other people who also benefited from it. But when the light was taken away, Everyone was in darkness. This is just like all of us are in this room. I asked someone, can you please turn on the lights? I asked only one person. But then if the lights are turned off, am I the only person who will be in darkness? No, everyone will be in darkness. So you understand this now? And the reason why I'm telling you about this is because this is the way that this example has been understood by many, many scholars that it refers to the hypocrite who accepts Islam, he believes, but then very soon his iman leaves him. He does not remain a believer. And when he believed, when he accepted Islam, what happened? Many other people also followed him. Why? Because he was a leader figure. But then when he left, other people left along with him. For example, we learned that Abdullah ibn Ubay, he was 
the leader of the hypocrites in Medina. When the Prophet ﷺ came to Medina, he accepted Islam. He became a Muslim. Why? Because there were so many people who accepted Islam. If he didn't accept Islam, he would look bad. And the reason why he accepted Islam, the reason why he wanted to keep a good image of himself was because he was very, you can say, high in the society before the Prophet ﷺ came. The people of Medina were divided into two tribes. And these two tribes were constantly fighting with one another. And there came a point where they said, that's it, we have to forget about all this fighting. We have to appoint a leader for ourselves so that we can be united. And the people of Medina decided that they were going to appoint Abdullah ibn Ubay as their leader. And it is said that they had also prepared a crown for him. But then when all of this was happening, the Prophet ﷺ came to Medina. And everybody paid attention to who? Muhammad ﷺ. So Abdullah ibn Ubay, he felt jealous that I was going to become the leader. Here comes a Prophet of Allah. And everybody is paying attention to him. I am being left out. I am being ignored. So apparently, he became a Muslim. He accepted Islam. When he accepted Islam, many others followed him. Those who looked up to him, they also followed him. But very soon, ذَهَبَ اللَّهُ بِنُورِهِمْ Allah took away their light. Allah took away their faith. Their iman, their Islam was gone. And they were left in darkness so that they could not see. The question is, why would Allah take away their light? What does the light refer to by the way? Iman. Why would Allah take away their iman, their faith? What's the reason? They were not sincere in the first place. They did not accept Islam for the right reason. Why did they accept Islam? For worldly benefits. For worldly gain. And this is why their iman was very weak. If you notice, the light that was kindled, أَضَاءَتْ ma hawlahu. It only illuminated his surroundings. It was very weak. It was very dim. And when light is dim, when it's very weak, what happens very soon? It extinguishes. It goes away. The slightest thing will cause the light to go away. This is why their iman was taken away. According to many companions of the Prophet ﷺ, they said that this ayah is referring to those people who accepted Islam initially. But then they became hypocrites. They were in darkness. Darkness of what? Of shirk, of ignorance. The Prophet ﷺ came. Islam came. They knew what was right, what was wrong, what was halal, what was haram, what was good, what was evil. They got to know about it. They accepted it. They became believers. But their iman was very weak. It was not strong. It was not for the right reason. And then very soon, they left Islam. How did they leave Islam? On the inside. But on the outward, they were still showing Islam. In their heart, they were not believers anymore. Because remember, يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهَ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَإِذَا لَقُوا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قَالُوا آمَنَّا On the outside, they were still professing Islam. But on the inside, their Islam was gone. It was diminished. It left them. وَتَرَكَهُمْ فِي ظُلُمَاتٍ لَا يُبْصِرُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Munafiqun, Ayah 3, that ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ آمَنُوا ثُمَّ كَفَرُوا that the hypocrites, they believed and then they disbelieved. They believed but then they left Islam in their hearts. And on the outward, they showed Islam. Another reason why they had hypocrisy in their hearts or their iman left them is because of the crimes that they committed, the sins that they committed. When a person becomes a Muslim, is he required to do certain things? Yes. For example, as Muslims, when we make a promise with Allah or with people, are we supposed to fulfill them? Yes. But if a person makes a promise and he doesn't fulfill it, then he's committing a crime basically. And this crime is going to have consequences. 
And that consequence is that the iman becomes weak and weak and weak until it leaves a person. Does it ever happen with you that you do something wrong and you feel as though your iman is very, very low? And when you do something good, you feel as if your iman has become very strong? And if you do something wrong again, it feels weaker and weaker? So this is true. If you do wrong, your iman will only grow weaker and weaker and weaker. If you do good, your iman will increase. So the hypocrites, because of the wrong things that they do, because of that, their iman is taken away from them. It becomes low and low and low to the point that it completely dies out. We learn in the Quran, in Surah Al-Saf, Ayah 5, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَلَمَّا زَاغُوا أَزَاغَ اللَّهُ قُلُوبَهُمْ When they deviated, then Allah caused their hearts to deviate. Similarly, we learn in Surah At-Tawbah, Ayah 77, that there was a person who made a promise that if Allah gives me a lot, then I will spend in the way of Allah. If I have a lot of money, I will give charity. And when Allah gave him money, he did not give any charity. So Allah says, فَأَعْقَبَهُمْ نِفَاقًا فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ إِلَى يَوْمِ يَلْقَوْنَهُ بِمَا أَخْلَفُ اللَّهَ مَا وَعَدُوهُ وَبِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ that he penalized them with hypocrisy in their heart until the day they will meet him. Because they failed Allah in what they promised him and because they habitually used to lie. So why is it that Allah took away their light? Why is it that Iman left their heart? Because of the crimes that they committed. Because of the lies they uttered. Because of the promises that they broke. What does this show to us? What's the lesson in this for us? If we want to secure our Iman, then we better become faithful. If we want to secure our faith, if we want our iman to be strong, then we better obey Allah. We better fulfill our promises. We better be truthful. Because if we are insincere, if we become dishonest with Allah, with the people, then this is a cause of hypocrisy. This is a cause of iman leaving the heart of a person. ذَهَبَ اللَّهُ بِنُورِهِمْ وَتَرَكَهُمْ فِي ظُلُمَاتٍ لَا يُبُصِرُونَ They do not see anymore. They have become blind. They're in the darkness. And you see, لا يبصرون When a person does not see, will he improve himself? Will he protect himself? He cannot even save himself if he's blind. They don't even see the wrong that they're doing. So weakness of faith leads to hypocrisy. It leads to nifaq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala further says, Summun, ones who are deaf. Summun is the plural of the word asam. From the root letter sad, meem, meem. And sumam, is deafness. When a person is not able to hear. What is summum? Deafness. When a person is not able to hear. So summun, they are ones who are deaf. Now does it mean that a hypocrite is literally deaf? He cannot hear at all? Is this what the meaning is? No, this is not the meaning. Because we see Abdullah ibn Ubay and his companions, they would come to the gatherings of the Prophet ﷺ and they would listen to the Qur'an. And when they heard the Qur'an, they even understood its meaning. So what does it mean by this deafness? Remember that there are two types of hearing, two types of listening. One hearing, one listening, is that which is hissi, which is physical. Hissi. That a person hears sounds. A person hears words. He's able to perceive the sound. Alright? The other type of hearing, listening, summer, is that which is ma'nawi. That which is intangible, and that is Sam'un nafir, beneficial hearing. Meaning a person benefits from what he has heard. That if he heard something, he benefits from it. So they are deaf. What does it mean? That they don't benefit from what they hear. It's amazing. The munafiqeen, they sat in the gatherings of the Prophet ﷺ. They heard him speak. They heard his khutbah. 
And imagine if you were given a chance to listen to the words of the Prophet ﷺ coming from his mouth. Isn't that amazing? But they sat in those gatherings and they did not benefit at all. They did not benefit at all from those gatherings. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, in Surah Al-Anfal, Ayah 21, that وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ قَالُوا سَمِعْنَا وَهُمْ لَا يَسْمَعُونَ Don't be like those people who say we have heard, but in reality they have not heard. Because they heard, but they did not benefit from what they heard. What is the sign of benefiting from what a person has heard? Acting upon it. That there is a change in the person. That he's doing what he heard. He's doing what he's required to do. So the hypocrites, they are sum, they are deaf, they hear, but they don't benefit, they don't do what they're supposed to do. Summun, bukmun. Bukmun is the plural of abkam. From the root letters ba, kaf, meem. And abkam is one who is unable to speak. And abkam is used for a person who has never spoken. Meaning he has been like this from birth. Now does it mean that hypocrites are literally dumb? They're literally mute, they cannot talk, they cannot speak. Is that what the meaning is? It means they cannot speak out the truth. What they speak is false. What they speak is wrong. What they speak is evil. Like we learned earlier, that a hypocrite when he fights, what does he do? He's ill-mannered. He yells. He screams. He uses foul language. When he talks, يَكْرِبُون He lies. How are they dumb? That they don't speak the truth. Umyun, ones who are blind. Umyun is a plural of a'ma. From the root letters, ain, meem, ya. And a'ma is someone who is blind, who is unable to see. Now, does not mean that hypocrites cannot see at all? This is not what the meaning is. What it means is that they do not benefit from what they see. Just as they do not benefit from what they hear, they do not benefit from what they see. They see the truth. They see the signs that are very obvious, but they still don't benefit from them. فَهُمْ لَا يَرْجِعُونَ So they will not return. يَرْجِعُونَ From ra jim ain From the word rujur. And rujur is to return, to go back. So they will not return. They will not return to what? To iman. Because remember, they were in darkness. They asked for light. They had iman. Now, is it referring to what? Iman. They had iman. But because it wasn't for the right reason, what happened? That iman left them. When that iman left... They became summun, bukmun, umyun. So they will never ever go back to iman. And why is it that they will never ever go back to iman? Because all the means to guidance are blocked, are closed. How does a person accept the truth? Either he sees it, or he hears it, or he understands it. But if a person does not hear it, he does not see it, he doesn't understand it, then is he going to ever get to the truth? No. If you want to get to a destination... You have to either hear instructions, or you have to see your way, or you have to understand where you're supposed to go. But if you don't understand, don't see, don't hear, can you get to your destination? You cannot. So, فَهُمْ لَا يَرْجِعُونَ They will never ever go back to guidance. So who are these hypocrites? These are the hypocrites who were believers at one point. They had iman at one point. But when they did not benefit from their iman, when the iman was not for the right reason, they became hypocrites. And when they have become hypocrites, Allah says, فَهُمْ لَا يَرْجِعُونَ Because they are deaf, dumb, and blind. Notice the description of the hypocrites of Abkam, of being dumb, unable to speak. What does it mean by this? They're unable to speak the truth. You see, the thing is, that when you see something, and when you hear something, 
If you benefit from it, are you going to speak it? Yes. For example, you hear something very interesting, a very interesting story. Are you just going to keep it to yourself or are you going to share it with someone when you go home? You're going to share it. Similarly, you see something amazing. Are you going to tell other people about it? Yes, you are going to tell other people about it. So when something has gone in, it will come out. But if the truth has not gone in, will it come out of them? No. What does it show? That a hypocrite does not benefit from the truth that is given to him and he does not benefit others from the truth that he may come across. He is not a carrier of truth. He doesn't receive it, he doesn't give it. He doesn't benefit from others, others don't benefit from him. This is something very scary. Very scary. When a person comes across something good, he should be able to take it in and he should be able to benefit others with it. If he doesn't benefit others, then he's useless. The Prophet ﷺ said that the example of the guidance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent him with is like rain that falls on the ground. And land is of different, different types. One type of land, what does it do? It absorbs the water, it absorbs the rain, and it produces a lot of greenery, a lot of plants. So what happens? The land has benefited from the rain, and the creation of Allah also benefits from the plants that the land has produced. Another type of land, what does it do? It does not absorb the water, but at least it retains the water. So when it retains the water, other people can benefit from it at least. The land itself does not benefit, but people can benefit. But there is another type of land which neither retains the water, nor does it absorb the water. As the water falls on it, what happens? It gets washed off. This is the hypocrite. This is the munafiq. He learns about the truth. There are many opportunities where he gets to know about what the truth is. He sees it, he hears it, but he doesn't benefit, he doesn't pass it on. Summun bukmun umyun lahum la yarjirun. So they will never ever return. They will never ever return to guidance. Let's listen to the recitation of these two verses. Mathaluhum kamathalil ladis tawqadanaram falamma adaat ma hawlahu zahaballahu binurihim zahaballahu binurihim wa tarakahum fi zulumatin la yubsirun this ayah shows to us that if a person accepts Islam or claims to be a believer and then afterwards leaves Islam, was he actually ever a believer? Iman never truly entered his heart. Because when Iman enters the heart of a person, truly, then it does not leave. It does not leave. If it leaves, it means that it never entered the heart. We learned that Abu Sufyan, when he was traveling to Hiraql, who was the king of the Romans, he called Abu Sufyan. The Prophet ﷺ had sent a letter to Hiraql inviting him to Islam. And Abu Sufyan at that time was not a Muslim. And Hiraql asked Abu Sufyan many questions about the Prophet ﷺ. And one of the questions that he asked was, that is there anyone who accepts his religion and then leaves that religion out of anger, out of displeasure? So Abu Sufyan said no. There is no one who accepts this religion and then leaves it out of anger, out of displeasure. And Hiraqal replied that likewise is true faith. This is true faith when its delight enters the heart and mixes with it completely. When iman truly enters the heart of a person, then it doesn't leave. If it has left, then it means it never really truly entered. Another very important lesson that we learn from this ayah is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He only gives iman and guidance to the person who truly wants it. 
If a person pretends on the outside that I'm going to accept, very soon that light will be taken away from him. If a person does not have the yearning, the desire from the inside, then no matter how much it is forced upon him, no matter how much he pretends, it's not going to benefit him. It's not going to stay. When is it going to stay? When a person wants it. When a person desires it. Because the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not that cheap. It's not something to be played around with. If a person tries to play around with the deen of Allah, Allah takes his deen away from that person. Because the deen of Allah is not that cheap.